Welcome to Heels in the Courtroom, a podcast about successfully navigating law and life, featuring the women trial attorneys at the Simon Law Firm. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Heels in the Courtroom. This is Elizabeth McNulty, and I'm joined with Erica Slater and Mary Simon. Hey. Hey. Today, we're going to be talking about something that is timely because Thanksgiving is coming up. And so at this point in the season, I like to look back and reflect on the things that we are most thankful for. That could be a multitude of things. I think that there are things in our professional lives that we're thankful for, things in our personal lives that we're thankful for. And sometimes even, you know, the hardships of the year, we can look back on and be thankful for those two in retrospect. So... Mary, what are you what are you thankful for this year? So I, th- I think it's always important to kind of take the time to reflect on things that you're thankful for, especially at a time of the year where I, I, I feel like that attorneys are generally, our, our calendars are just jam-packed between probably September to the end of the year, but definitely October through the first couple weeks of January because we're all trying to like, cram every deposition that we can in before the holidays and now I I think it's a good time to step back and think amidst you know the chaos that is this time of the year what good things happened especially earlier in the year and one of the things that I've become especially grateful for in the last couple months is being able to ask for I don't know Eric I think about when I just grabbed lunch with you I've become really grateful for being able to, I was going to say ask for help, but it's not so much an ask for help as it is having someone to be a touch point for you when work is getting crazy or clients are needing your attention all the time, your family needs your attention all the time, and you are feeling like you're kind of like falling short. I feel like in the past, even last year, I probably would have just swallowed that a bit and thought, you know, suck it up. This is just how it goes. But but deep down, I know that I just needed a sounding board to kind of hear me out of where I'm at and then be able to hit the refresh button. I don't think I allowed myself to do that in, in past years. And even this year, I've done that with all of you. Wait, can I clarify? I'm yeah. always thankful for a three-hour boozy lunch. I don't care the topic. Right. <laughs> That's what you just need to like. I am very thankful for our lunch, too. Yes. <laughs> and it's, it's just you feel like you haven't come up for air in yeah. so long. And... A lot of times, I, I especially think that in the first couple years of practice, that is not an option. You don't think about that as an option. I mean, I remember Liz. She's not here today, but I remember after Liz worked here for a couple of years, she came down to my office and was like, do we get vacation days? Do you know? <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't know. Just, you don't know that? I was like, no. And I think it was like a Friday afternoon. I actually remember this because sh- she walked in my office next. Yes. <laughs> she was like, "I do we get to take any like a long weekend or do we need to go ask someone? And I think it was like Friday afternoon. <laughs> she was coming to me and I, it was in my first year um, as an attorney here. And I, I was like, I have no idea, but I bet if you left now, no one would ask. I was like, I got your back. You need to go. I, I'm grateful to have gotten to a point where I'm able to give myself permission to think, okay, I've, you know, you go nonstop, nonstop, 24 seven, just all the time. And it's okay to carve out some time to touch base with the folks who kind of bring you back down to earth and give you perspective um, and not be so much in the weeds. I, I'm just super grateful for that. And I, 
I also, in this last, I guess it would have been this this year, I'm a little bit fuzzy on timeline, but my husband started his own firm. So he has his own criminal defense firm. And I'm so grateful that he's that he's able to do that and take a step to do something in his career that has always been a goal of his. Um, it's it's daunting. It's nerve wracking trying to figure out, like, what does this look like? I mean, you don't know anything. You don't know getting clients or the hours of work that have to go into it. And he's or doing bookkeeping or like yes. all this stuff that's done for you. Exactly. And it's it's so it's I've been so grateful that we're in a place that he was able to take that step for himself. And it I'm so grateful to see how much he's absolutely loving what he's doing. And it's inspiring. He's also an attorney, obviously. So it's cool to see someone who's so passionate about helping their clients and do the work that he's doing. And, you know, so far things have been going really well. And it's it it kind of gave me a kind of a boost of inspiration. And I, I don't know what the right word is. It kind of like reignites the fire under your own practice to go hustle and go work really hard and Mark even told me, he was saying like, I I can work, I can work 15 hour days when I'm working for myself because it's my work. It's, it's all me who's owning all of this. I have a hand in every single decision that's being made. And I've even, I remember here, my dad would always tell us that of just, it's the most important work because you're the one doing it. So I'm just, I'm really grateful that I'm at a place right now, even with my family where he's able to do that and we're just making it work. And I, I, there was some percentage of me that was nervous about what it looked like, but it was so outcome oriented. Well, we need, we want to be here in the next two years, the amount of freedom it's actually given us personally and for him. And just overall, I feel like mental health has been better. Just being able to do something that you wake up in the morning, you're so passionate about. I know I'm kind of going on a rant here, but there's so much to be thankful for. One thing that I'm really grateful for is working with the women at this office. There is not a day that goes by working here that I am not so grateful that I have female mentors and attorneys who work with me. In our text thread alone. <sighs> oh my we'll gosh. Will get you through I, most days. It seriously does. The women in this office, sometimes even thinking about what the reflection would be from you all, if I'm making a decision, I think about the empowerment that I would get from you all. I mean, I ask you guys questions all the time and it's, yeah, Mary, go do the thing. Just go do it. Make a decision and go do it. I've been so thankful for that because, you know, the more you practice, the more autonomy you get over the cases you're handling. And you have less sounding boards from a supervising lawyer on just the day-to-day decision-making. So I'm I'm so grateful for that. And the the other thing too that I I think I've experienced a lot this year is seeing all the good that can come out of the work that our firm does for clients. It's coming from a really humble place. I don't know how else to describe it beyond beyond that. I'm not talking about me like, oh God, I've done so much work for other people in their lives. I'm not trying to say that. It's not coming from a boastful place. Like I hope that's appreciated. But attorneys, and it, it's not just our firm, it's all the firms who are helping clients. It's been incredible to watch some of the folks who come into this office leave in a better place. And I mean, that's always the goal. But when when you can do that and not only impact the lives of your client, but other people who are in your client's position, maybe it'll make them not be in your client's position one day because changes happen. 
I've just been really thinking about that and the impact that that our profession can have and upholding it to the standard that it should be upheld to has been something that I've been thinking about lately. I just think that there is a massive amount of things that I'm so grateful for. And, you know, even being able to spend this time with you all, it, it's it just recharges the batteries, so to speak. So did I take everyone's things that they're thankful for? Or, yeah, I think I think we wrap up the episode <laughs> yeah. now. Um, thanks, yeah. Mary. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, Elizabeth, but sitting here and listening to you talk, Mary, and just sitting down and taking a breath and recording this podcast and listening to things that you're thankful for and thinking about what I'm going to say, you know, it's, it is, I kind of actually just felt my heart rate go down a little bit. I mean, I've been on a whirlwind two weeks. You can extend that. I mean, you know, if you give me a microphone, (laughs) 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 you know, like the last two weeks have been very busy. The past 11 months running the campaign for the Judicial Commission that I talked about a couple episodes ago. That has been exhausting in a good way. So much good out of that. But I feel like I've been on literally since we started retrying cases after COVID. Right. (laughs) And I know a lot of litigators feel that way because, you know, there's been such this backlog of cases. So work's been busy. I added this layer of this campaign, which, you know, it was an 11-month runway, but there were parts that it felt like nonstop. It felt like I took on a small part-time job on the side of my larger than full-time job. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) And so... This past week, my wife was in China for a week. Oh, my God. Which with a two-year-old and a four-year-old was interesting. And I'm happy to say as of two hours ago, I picked her up at the airport. So <laughs> things should, a relief. Yes, things should go back to equilibrium. But I so in the short term, I am very grateful that my wife's back. Yeah. Um, I am also extremely happy to announce that I won my election. Yeah, I found out about that last week and it was such a satisfying feeling. It was an intense period of campaigning. And then at the end, the election was open for a couple of weeks. I kind of, you know, it's like working up a case and then being able to get to trial and then learning the result. And, you know, it everybody has their arguments, yada, yada. And you either win or you lose. And it's out of your hands after that point. It's out of your hands. It's out of your hands. And it was just to have that intense period of work rewarded with being successful. I'm really grateful for that feeling. I'm really grateful for the support that I had in that. What a great way to connect with lawyers I didn't already know or, you know, and to get out of your comfort zone and ask people to support you. I don't think that comes naturally to anyone, but I figured it out and it felt comfortable enough, you know, and it uh, worked. And I was really genuine in what I was asking for, you know, why I was seeking the position. And on this side of it, it's it's really serious work, and it's a six-year position on the Judicial Commission. So it's in the city of St. Louis, our city circuit court, and I'll be on the commission that helps interview and select applicants for any judicial vacancies. And we select a panel of three and send that to the governor, and then the governor chooses one. And there is a ton of work to be done. Even over the year coming up, there are several vacancies coming up that we know about. And 
that work for six years is basically quiet work. I'm not going to be in, in front of anyone, you know, in, in, a, in a flashy way. It's just diligent work and staying on top of it. And I'm so grateful for that opportunity. And the flashy part's over. You know, the election's over. There's no more, you know, sending out emails and, you know, shaking hands. And I didn't kiss any babies except my own. But, you know, <laughs> I, just, I do think, though, it is kind of fascinating that it's a lot of so to speak, like behind the scenes work, but it has a very much front and center impact yeah. <laughs> on everyone. Yeah, it does. And, you know, obviously people who are clued into the process and obviously have an interest are more, you know, are closer to the process on the day to day as these vacancies come up. But obviously the election is engaging a lot of lawyers who may not pay attention to what's going on right. sometimes maybe they're not litigators maybe you know they don't know who's involved and in reaching out to those people so you know i am i'm very grateful for that opportunity and and the that position and the trust that i will bear in that position so that's that's in the short term but i mean when we think about you know year over year yeah. i'm just grateful to be practicing and doing my job and doing it another year better. Just year over year doing what we do, you learn so much all the time. And it's never going to stop, I've decided. Like you feel, you know, those first, that first year, once you get through your first year of practice, you're like, wow, <laughs> I was drinking through a fire hose. <laughs> right. And you're like, yeah, I'm still a baby lawyer, but I know what I'm doing, right? And then you get to three years and you're like, you know, I know a lot more than a lot of people around me and there's people behind me who are asking me questions now and you're kind of like okay like I'm getting the hang of this and then you get to five years and you're sitting there and you wake up one morning and you're like hey I've been doing this a for a while I feel like I know what I'm doing 10% of the time right. <laughs> you know I'm right. really solidly know what I'm doing 10% of the time and you know you feel pretty good and then like all of a sudden it's seven eight ten years and you're like okay I'm in it. I'm still doing it. <laughs> like a little bit more established. Right. Yeah. Right. You get to enjoy that. Things aren't as scary every day. Um, and I'm, you know, getting a couple of years past that. Um, <laughs> and and I'm so excited about what I'll learn. You know, when I've been practicing over 20 years and practicing as long as your dad, Mary, or you know, listening to Amy talk when we're recording the podcast and kind of the different points in her career. You know, she be sitting here saying the same thing today. She'd be saying, I've learned so much this past right. year than I did last year. So I'm so grateful to have a profession to be in it, to still be engaged in it, because I think it's one thing to, you know, you hear so much rhetoric with plaintiff's attorneys in particular. <laughs> I don't see a lot of defense attorneys on a billboard. <laughs> right. But, you know, you see it all over, you know, people talking about their results and I, I do this and it's awesome and and people burn out you know there's all this like hyper competitive you know I'm the best you know we're awesome look at this verdict you know and really if you're doing it right I think it your practice is a little bit more humble you are a little quieter you know, you can kind of go through and like you don't have to shout from the rooftops how awesome you are if you can just rely on your record, you sure. know. And I think that year over year and 
being in a place where that feels more natural and not feeling like you're clawing at building your reputation Mm -hmm. so much. And I'm so happy that I'm in a spot where I have that satisfaction. And, you know, I love it. I'm not You know, for a couple of years there, you kind of think, am I going to wash out of this? This is really hard. Here's a growing pain. Am I going to get on the other side of it? Not saying that that, you know, those things won't still happen in the future. But I mean, now more as a mid-level attorney, more mid-career, getting into my mid-career. It's just, it's just so satisfying. I made the right decision. I'm grateful to be here. I, I really get that satisfaction from working with our clients and being able, Mary, like you said, to make the difference. And that difference has such a trickle-down effect. So if a parent gets injured and, you know, they took care of their family in a certain way and they can't do that anymore, and to get them set and get that whole family secure, or what's been more my recent experience with doing a lot of birth injury cases, for a child to need lifelong care and to know that what we've done has set them for the rest of their life and not just like here's a number and you get this money but what happens on the other side of that working with all the other professionals we bring in setting up special needs trusts making sure that you know the money is maximized by annuities that are paying income into that trust you just are at the point where you're looking at a four or five year old maybe and planning their life up until 60 70 you know, that they might live to. And it is so satisfying being able to close up the book on the day and be like, okay, so she's good. Right. Like I've put everything in place so that, you know, this little kid is protected. She's got the best the shot. parents are protected. The tr- you know, I know the trustee is uh, has every single best interest in mind for them and will work with them as a partner. And like seeing that play out, I think the I think the oldest birth injury case I have settled like maybe eight years ago, six or eight years ago. So, and I've kept in touch with that family, and I know I see that money working for them, and I see what they're able to do with their child, and the fact that you know they were renting and sometimes couldn't make rent, and like now they have a ADA compliant single level home and that child is in a special school district that they wanted to be in and will never have to move out of it. I mean, they're just secure. Yeah. And this kid is thriving. And safe. And yeah. And so, again, as you said, Mary, could probably go on all day with this. And, right. You know, go into every <laughs> intangible. I mean, I haven't even mentioned my kids. I'm very thankful for my kids. Maybe at the end of a week of single parenting, that's not what came first. <laughs> right. <to my> Kristen <laughs> did. I know. I, I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kristen did. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's here's how you double check that you're you're very valued by your family. You fly to the other side of the world for a week. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll let you know when you get home. We're all happy that she's home. Yes, of course. But yeah, I mean, those kinds of things. And when I stop and think about it, you know, we get so caught up in the day to day and, you know, negotiations get heated or, you know, trial prep gets heated. And, you know, our firm has tried a ton of cases, even within the last couple of months or gotten right up to the edge of trial in so many cases. And that gets exhausting. And you can lose sight of why we're doing this 
and what are we doing here? And thank gosh for you guys today and the opportunity to kind of take a step back and remember that. Right. I think it's so important to have moments like this, especially in a career that's as fast paced as ours, because I, I'm not one to just sit down and reflect. I know that shocks both of you, <laughs> as well as our listeners. I don't just uh, ponder things uh, that I'm thankful for. And this will prepare me for the Thanksgiving table when we have to go around and say what we're thankful for this year. Sure. But when I think about the past year, I just think about all the cha- how challenging the past year was professionally. Um, but how much that pushed me to grow. And I think that those those moments of growth are very uncomfortable generally. And they can be painful, but it always, almost always leads to, you know, a better situation. I think in most aspects, mine did. And I'm thankful for that on the other side of it. Certainly had its growing pains, but all in all, I'm thankful for all the growth I've been through this year. And that's brought me a lot closer to, I think, to all of you all. And I'm really thankful for that. This job is hard, as we've all talked about. And it's important to remember, you know, what we're doing it for. But it's a lot easier when you're doing it around people that make it as fun as it can be. Sometimes (laughs) you can't make it fun, but sometimes you can. So I think that that is a really nice thing about this place. Another thing I'm thankful for is this year I kind of pushed my network out a little bit, getting involved in some other organizations. I got involved with the Missouri Bar, so I got some experience with some lawyers out in Missouri, and I'm not from Missouri, so that was an interesting experience, but it also pushed me outside of this Simon Law Firm bubble, and I've only ever worked here. And I think in retrospect, it makes me even more grateful for this place because it's so unique and it offers us just so many resources and things that other places just don't. There's a lot of struggles that we don't. And it's easy to take that for granted when you don't ever think about it. And I don't even bat an eye at certain things or like my schedule is so flexible. I don't even have to think about stuff and I know that anything I need I can ask for and it will probably be taken care of. So I'm really thankful for all the flexibility and resources that I have because of this place. I tried my first case this year. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that was awesome. To a successful verdict. Yeah. So very thankful for getting to be a part of that. So thanks to Liz. Unfortunately she's not here, but you know. Thanks, Liz. Uh, Thank you, Liz. (laughs) And that was Hold an awesome. you in to try it with me. Right. Yeah. And so if you want to hear more about that trial, we talked about it on a previous episode. So all in all, it's been a great year. Really thankful for all of you all and all of our listeners. So thank you, listeners, for being a part of this journey with us. We couldn't do it without you. So thank you. Elizabeth, I agree completely. I'm always thankful when I hear from someone who says, oh, yeah, I heard it on the podcast or... I got a text from someone the other day who had listened to the Manners podcast (laughs) (laughs) and they said something like, you know, great ideas on how to, you know, navigate, you know, those positions or something. And I said, yeah, and it's also just a great way for me to vent when people are rude. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. Yeah. And they're like, that's important too. I'm grateful for humor in our profession. (laughs) I mean, I just, it's, I'm really glad that we have even this platform, but then hearing feedback from people. I was at some legal conference, which again, like it sounds boring. I'm sure like, oh, I went to some legal conference over a weekend, but a judge there came up to me and was telling me how she listens to the podcast and was laughing about some of the content. And I love that it allows 
variation. You get to you get to learn more about the people who are listening to the podcast when they give a take uh-huh. on something that they heard. Yeah. I'm really grateful for those moments because it we are so structured and we've got so everything we do is based around a rule. And we're always functioning within these bounds that we all need to follow and and we're always happy to do it, but it's any time and I, I personally think that the attorneys at, at this office and, and quite frankly, a lot of attorneys that I know outside of this office, they're all just really funny. Like everyone can be really funny and find humor in situations. And you wouldn't think that when people think about lawyers and what they do. So I, you know, having this podcast and getting feedback from people, it allows folks to hear a little bit more of our personalities mm-hmm. outside of just oral arguments or brief writing and hearing it back gives us a little bit of insight into the folks who are either sitting on the bench or who are on the other side of cases who listen to this. Or even that CLE, I remember Elizabeth, you and I were taking part in a kind of like a forum for new lawyers or young lawyers. There was a guy who was on that panel well into his career. He emailed me after it was over and said, like, thank you so much for input. You're wise beyond your years or something. And I'm, I just kind of laughed looking at it, but I was like, Okay, it's fun to get feedback from him, too. And a lawyer at his office told me that he listens to our podcast. Oh, my God. And so I figured maybe that's why he joined this little, you know, panel discussion that Elizabeth and I were on, because we it's just hearing from us in a different context. But it it it's fun to connect with attorneys in a manner that's just not in the hallway in the courtroom, Mm -hmm. you know, outside of the courtroom. You know, Eric, I I know that you talked about kind of the different stages of your career. I remember when I went to the courthouse and I would go in and kind of just sit by myself and be really quiet and not want to I not really want to look at too many people. And now it's you go and you hope you see people there even after a hearing. I might. Yeah, you go early or like you're done with your hearing and you might just walk down and poke your head into the courtroom next door to see if there's a trial going on, if it's someone you know. Even though we can have opposing counsel and people on the other side of our cases and it's all adversarial, it's also we're, we're all in whatever this is together to some degree. So it's fun to be able to share that experience. And I, I think I got confidence in doing that and just going up and talking to someone who you have worked with in the past on the other side of the case. But I didn't I didn't know that we were like supposed to or we could do that early on because it was like, oh, we're against them. So why would I just go hang out? at the courthouse but it's I don't know I'm, I'm grateful for those moments and any any chance that this has to connect other people but anyway I could probably keep going on and on so Elizabeth you should probably just we should probably wrap it up there <laughs> wrap up our yeah thankful fest yeah <laughs> otherwise I'm just never going to be able to stop well thank you for sharing all of the things you were grateful for I'm sure there are some things that we missed I forgot to include my family so <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, mom, dad, I know you both listen to the podcast. So, uh, thank you. Uh, I'm certainly grateful for you. Um, and we are very grateful for this community. So as always take a moment and reflect upon what you're grateful for and try to, if it's someone in your life, make sure you let them know how grateful you are for them. And we hope you have a great holiday. As always, our episodes drop every Wednesday and you can find them wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks. And we will talk to you next week. Heels in the Courtroom is brought to you by the Simon Law Firm. 
At the Simon Law Firm PC, we believe in the power of pooling resources in order to create powerful results. We often lend our trial skills and experience to lawyers around the country to achieve better results for their clients. Our attorneys welcome the opportunity to work with you on your case, offering vast resources, seasoned litigators, and a sterling reputation. You can contact us at 314-241-2929. And if you enjoyed the podcast, feel free to share your thoughts with Amy, Liz, Erica, Mary, Elizabeth at heelsinthecourtroom.law. And subscribe today because the best lawyers never stop learning.